this may not be what the creators intended, but like it can't be an accident that this is in there. Look, I remember it fondly because it had dinosaurs, <laughs> but I remember it unfondly for every other reason. The Black Donnelly's is pure gold, and you guys are wrong. Joey Ice Cream uh, for president. I'm just saying that selfie belongs in the Criterion Collection. Is it working? Uh, <laughs> no. Never, never has anything worked for me in my life, Ronnie. <laughs> Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm... Oh, I don't have a good one. I've got a plot and a plan, and I'm Evan. I have the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, and I'm Ronnie. If you couldn't tell by those introductions, Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows which have only lasted for a single season. Except when we don't. We are currently covering ABC's Gallivant episodes 8 through 12 of season 2? Nope. Of season 2, which would contradict what you just said, Andy, yeah, about, this, about the well, one season uh, in the shows. Well, the, last, the last four episodes. Of season, yeah, the, uh, the final four episodes. 7, seven through mm-hmm. 10. There's 7 through 12. 10. Yeah, whatever. Um... There's so many episodes, we can't keep track of them. Yeah, there's two seasons. There's two whole seasons. Uh, But, you know, before we get into that, I have a bit for us. What's the bit? What's the bit? Do you not have a bit? No, no, I don't. It's right on the edge. I feel like you're right on the edge of breaking one. Break the bit. Crack crack this nut. You got this. Oh, if you could be a dragon, uh, what's your pitch for season three? Oh, that's not bad. Oh, okay. there we go. That's fun. We oh. don't even do that norm for the regular yeah. seasons yeah. anymore. So that's fitting to make it a bit. Um. Oh boy. Uh, it's clear that they were uh, pretty confident that they were not getting a season three, so they didn't set up much. Let's be real. Gallivant mm-hmm. is retired. Um, the only the only uh, like plot thing that they sort of made into a cliffhanger was uh, Madalena going to join the the evil Lord of Evil of some kind and uh, uh, Gareth going after her because he still loves her even though she's evil. Um, so, like, that could be good, um, but I feel like we'll need to bring Gallivant out of retirement. He is the selling point of the show. Don't quite know what to do with Isabella, because I liked her in season one, but she just didn't do much throughout season two. So, Mm. I'm not excited about her being involved in stuff again, because the show has habituated me to not seeing her in stuff. So, I, I don't know. Uh, Sid's hanging out with, uh, Gareth now. That seems like a fun dynamic, because, uh, Mm. Sid is very, uh, happy-go-lucky, and, uh, Gareth is, uh, um, very dour. It kind of feels like you're recapping season two rather than pitching (laughs) season three. I'm trying to find through lines, all right? I wasn't, I wasn't ready for this bit you dropped on us. What do you this got, excellent Ronnie? bit you... that was so well thought out and planned beforehand. Picture this. Picture this. Um, we, you know, do the whole thing. 
maybe early on, Sid and uh, Sid and Gareth go and find Madalena, and there's like some like heart to heart stuff and some like funny evil Dark Lord banter and stuff like that. Um, and uh, you know they they strike out. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Gallivant. Oh, what's his name? The, the namesake of the show um, is feeling a little cooped up at home and uh, he, he's got to get out. And Richard is like having, um, you know, uh, maybe a baby moon kind of thing. They're having a baby. And so he's like going out in the town. They all meet up at the Enchanted Forest uh, gay bar. And what's that behind the, the bar, the Enchanted Forest? It's a magic portal. Um, that brings them, mm, that's where, that's where it, they kind of, the idea kind of peters off to me. I want to have it like future versions of the characters come and find them and be like, oh, you thought you were at your heavily after, happily ever after. You don't even know what's in store for you. And kind of like play on this fact that everyone's kind of like resigned to like, well, this is the end. And then they find, like, future Gareth and future Sid and future Gallivant. Um, and they really, like, come, have to come to terms with, like, oh, no, this happy life that I have now is not, is not the end. It's not, like, my, my, like, final point. I've got to go seek out more adventure uh, with the help of, of old, old Gallivant and, and company. That's what I'm going with. Magical time portal in the gay bar. Bit of a bit of a uh, hello from the magic tavern situation. Yeah, why not? You know. Did you did you have a pitch, babe? Um. The the climax definitely involves uh, uh, defeating Madalena with Tad Cooper, who turned out to be an actual dragon. That's all I got. Okay. I'm not. I'm not good at this sort of thing. What's Andy, your pitch? Do you have a pitch? I do. Uh, it shouldn't get a season three because the end of the season sucked. Okay. Aww. But if I had to do a season three, uh, and also if you worked on Gallivant, I'm sorry. I loved this show, but I was very let down by the ending. Um, don't like roast me on Twitter, please. I don't need a Twitter nemesis. Uh, but my pitch for season three would be Madalena does a once upon a time and casts a spell, and now we're in modern AU. Hmm. Yeah, I think playing with time is definitely the, is definitely the the go, the move. Yeah. One way or the other. Yeah. They're they're everyone's transported to modern modern day with some sort of magic and they gotta like try and remember who they were and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. That's exciting. Just kinda even like... if they if it's even if it's just like a fish out of water thing. Yeah. Uh the the fact that they all like trade so much in these like modern day anachronisms but then they're actually in modern day and they don't know what to do about it would be a fun little uh you know 
confrontation for them to to sort through. I liked when Archer did that for a few seasons. They were just like, this season is in space and this season is the 1940s. You know, just, you know, do something like that. Do something uh, wacky with uh, Madalena's new dark powers and just like change genres on a whim. Sure, sure. Evan, do you want to uh, shit on the end of season two slash uh, pitch a pitch a season three? Looks like either of those things are on the table. He and, uh... he, he did. He said he wants uh, Tad Cooper to eat Madalena. That's fair. I said That's fine. I said that would be involved in the climax. Uh, sure. I, uh, I actually, if if. If I were right, so is it a thing where like we open, we open with <laughs> Tad Cooper eating Madalena, and the rest of the season is like, well, how do we get there? It's a real knives out kind of thing. Uh, we could, that could be fun. I don't want Madalena to be uh, defeated, though. Truly, I don't want her to be eaten and die because I think that uh, Dark Wizard Madalena is possibly the best version of her so far. So uh, yeah. I actually want to see how that plays out. Uh, maybe they ride in to defeat her on a dragon, and she uh, immediately zaps the dragon out of the sky or something. Yeah, you, you know, I actually want to see evil Dark Wizard Madalena like live her best life for a whole season. Hell yeah! Yeah, this is, this show is about Madalena. This is not Gallivant. This is Galilena. Gal Ma- Madalena. That's just her name. That'd be a tough season. That'd be a tough pitch to like keep a keep a cohesive brand identity. Like we are changing the name of the show, but it is season three of the same show. Mm-hmm. Go with me here. Look, I think uh, if they had gotten a season three, it would have been like gloves off. Like we can just do whatever at this point. Who cares? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. that's clearly how they went about season two. And I say that like affectionately because there were things about season two that I liked. But, um, yeah, they clearly, clearly thought that they were not going to get renewed and they were just flying by the seat of their pants the whole time. So they'd have to do that again, but even weirder and more out there for season three. All right, you want me to actually Sounds recap good. these these dudes, these buddies? Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you've you got the broad strokes going on, so just, uh, just, just color in the lines there. Yeah, yeah so um, uh, Sid killed Gallivant by accident. They revive him. The guy who revived him has a zombie army that he just keeps around. So they're like, can we take your zombie army to defeat uh, the, the baddies? And he's like, yeah, they freak me out. Take them. So um, they march the zombies to Hortensia, where Isabella is. Um, uh... Gareth and Madalena are trying to invade Hortensia. Uh, Gallivant shows up with the... the... Gallivant shows up with the zombies. Madalena has been given evil uh, powers by the wedding planner, who's also like a a magical evil man, and she takes over the zombie army. Uh, There's an all-is-lost moment... Uh, and then uh, Sid turns up with all the friends they made along the way uh, amalgamated into an army to save the day. Um, uh, Richard and the wedding planner have a face-off. Uh, Gallivant and... They, they, switch, they like swap partners for a minute. Because yeah. like for a minute, uh, Isabella and Madalena are having a face-off. 
and then they're not, right. and then eh, anyway, uh, goodies win. Uh, Gallivant and Isabella get married and retire. Uh, Madalena decides that she uh, loves evil magic and loves being evil, and even though she uh, is in love with Gareth, also she loves being evil and magic more, and so she dumps him and goes to uh, learn evil magic from an evil wizard, and then Gareth decides that he has to chase after her because he loves her. And Sid goes with him because Gallivant's retired now. Here's the here's here's for a here's a uh, a season three little story break. Uh, we get through like it's it's a big uh, thing with Mad- Madalena where she's like going through all of these trials and she's like, okay, well now I get to meet the Dark Lord, right? And it's like, nope, you have another trial, another challenge, and that goes through like several episodes of her trying to do that. And then finally, she's like, all right, I'm gonna meet him. And then we meet him, and it's John Ham, it's John Stamos, or or. I was gonna say it's John Stamos as John Ham, or it's just straight up John Ham, and he's playing like John Stay of Mos or something like that. <laughs> that would be really funny. That would that be, would be yeah. very good. That would be very good. I'd be I'd be on board with that. Season C, Calvin, call me up. Yeah, we can, punch, we can make this happen. Punchy tired Ronnie is better at this than uh, most people are when they're feeling normal. So I'm so tired, Ronnie. y'all. I'm so oh, tired, and I'm so happy to be back, but I'm so tired. Ronnie just had a baby. Uh, Is that a baby? You know, not personally. His wife had a baby, but he's, yeah, he's doing... He's I doing, was there. He's doing parenting. He's he's a very good parent. Um, so how how do we how do we feel about him? How do we feel about these episodes? Um, I liked him. Uh, I'll go... <laughs> this is not how we do it at all, but you know what? Punchy Ronnie says... Fuck the 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 dynamics. Fuck the, the, the format. format. Yeah, um, I liked them. I thought. I mean, it, it, it cheesy and a little bit like yada yada over a lot of like the big the big bits. Um, but that's musical theater, baby. Like you, you, you act two is always going to be half an hour to forty five minutes shorter than act one. Uh, and depending on how many uh, plot lines you set up, you have got to knock those down. And if we're talking classical musical theater, which is not my favorite, like Golden Age is not, I'm not, not always here for the Rodgers and Hammerstein, like, you know, stuff. But you got to have that wedding. You got to have it end on that happy, you know, happy. There's there's an old Shakespeare thing where it's if, if it's a tragedy, then everybody dies. But if it's a comedy, it ends with a bunch of people getting married. And we, it was comedy. You know, it was it was theater. Like Napoleon um, Dynamite. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 <laughs> most people, most people I know, when I say uh, Shakespeare, have you heard of Shakespeare? They say no, but I've heard of Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Is it the same thing? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a you teacher. I had a teacher who used the Napoleon Dynamite as an example of like a classic Shakespearean comedy. Like if apparently sure. I don't remember much about Napoleon Dynamite, but allegedly it follows the exact structure uh, of a Shakespearean comedy where like everyone's together at the end and there's a wedding and like mm-hmm. everyone's paired off, you know? Yeah. So, uh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like Shakespeare. Uh, these episodes work for me. They were, they were, they were fine. Not you know, not blowing the roof off the doors or nothing like that, but but yeah, they're, they're pretty all right. Um, Andy, 
that's me. Yeah, give us some. I know you sort of expressed how you feel about that. Yeah, give us a little breakdown. I uh, didn't like these four episodes. Uh, there was a lot of stuff in them that I like, but uh, the crimes that these four episodes commit uh, tarnish them for me. Mm. Andy coming in with a, a rare strong stance mm-hmm. on a, a group of episodes. Mm-hmm. I thought I also. <laughs> I'm with you, Ronnie. I thought they were fine. Uh, yeah. I'm not. What is happening? <laughs> uh, much for sure, like much weaker than the ending of season one. Uh, nothing, nothing will ever beat that secret, secret scene, like the <laughs> sneaking into the castle scene. Uh, excellent, exceptional stuff. Um, but yeah, there there were a lot there were a lot of weak areas in these last four episodes. There were also things that made me chortle. Um, if there were a season three, I would watch it. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. overall, I just thought they were fine. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. What uh, what 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 did work for us about these three episodes? New costumes. Almost yeah. everyone got new costumes, and I I loved it. They all looked great. Um, Gallivant looked very, very attractive in his like full armor kit mm-hmm. uh, that he was wearing before the last battle. I was like, that is a much more bulk of a man than we've seen recently. Uh, I liked his beard also in this season, yeah. the much more robust beard that he had. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. They broke the fourth wall a lot in these final four episodes, and sometimes that can be annoying, but I thought most of the instances here were very charming. Like, when they're suiting up for battle, uh, Gallivant puts on a helmet and he hands one to Richard. And Richard goes, oh, are we not doing our own studs? <laughs> and uh, that was that was great. That was really funny. Yep. yep. Like I said, I think uh, Evil Wizard Madalena is possibly the best iteration of Madalena. So I'm stoked that we went there. I'm a little bummed that we didn't get to see much of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though she... Uh, signed up for her dark powers in these final cap- couple episodes. We didn't get to see much, but it was uh, uh, it was good. It was a good character uh, turn for her, and uh, I am glad that she uh, didn't uh, marry Gareth. Uh, I thought the like, oh, I'm I'm terrible, but I I'm in love with this random guy was a little bit of a weak storyline. So I'm glad to see that resolved with her being like, oh, fuck this. I love being evil, actually. This is good. <laughs> um, what else? Did I, have? Some other good I think all the scenes with uh, Wormwood with the wedding planner, y'all talk mm. uh, at length uh, about him on the last episode. But uh, the, the bits that I saw were were very good, very fun, very like. Uh, clearly the driver of all of the action uh, and clearly the impetus for all of the evil stuff, but also very grounded, very down to earth, very like every, every man kind of thing still, still has, still wants to really make sure people are doing, doing the weddings right. Uh, and I respect that, you know, mm-hmm. seems like, seems like it's hard to tell what's your side hustle. Is it, is it the evil? Is it the weddings? But you know what? If you, if you, if you, if you love your side hustle, then you have two side hustles. And that's how it goes. Isabella had some agency these episodes, which was great. She got to like lead an army and she got to mm-hmm. have uh, uh, like two girl fights, uh, which was, you know, kind of fun. Uh, I liked the spoof on Lord of the Rings. They did where mm-hmm. she did the rousing speech and like ran her sword along all the pikes mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, 
I, I also uh, liked the song at the beginning of uh, episode seven, the 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 Keeler, where he did a whole song yeah. about like it's not a moment to waste. There's not a moment to waste. He's <laughs> yeah. about to die, and it yeah. the song goes on for like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Gallivant's just like actively like dying, and they're like, but and he's like, oh, I have to hurry up. Not a moment to waste. <laughs> It, I, I don't remember the tune of the song, but I remember it yeah. was a good song and I liked it very much. It was funny. Gallivant running out of friends in his afterlife <laughs> thing. So just like random people are showing up to like, uh, like communicate with him. Good bit. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mm-hmm. imagine Gallivant does not have a lot of friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I would say not that I want to get to negatives. Something I had, had, had commented on, uh, early in the show back in season one was that we were feeling like the musical theater numbers were becoming just like, Ooh, we need to insert a song here to describe a very simplistic emotion. Um, I feel like we got back to that a little bit, but mm-hmm. when the songs were good and the songs like were describing something a little more complex, they were very good. The, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Neo spore and the, 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 um, the, we had not a moment to waste song that was good. Uh, the recap, the, coming back with the uh, like the um, freaking the the jester, mm-hmm. like kind of like winding up with his like, okay, here's what's happened so far. That was that was good and that was fun and they kept referencing back to that, which was good. Um, but for we- the most part, they kind of just were like, oh, insert a song here. We need yeah. a song here. Yeah, I felt the same way. High highs and low lows with the songs. Yeah. Weird yeah. Al poured his soul out at the final song of the season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was great. Like, you could see it on his face. He was, like, giving it everything. Yeah. And it was great that we got Weird Al back. Yeah. He's the only guest star that, like, actually, like, came back that they, like, even noted in the, the big battle scene when Sid mm-hmm. brings back all of the, the friends. They were like, oh, we couldn't get uh, the Pirate King or uh jubilee or you know anyone who's actually notable and like like uh you could you would notice that you would you would see and say oh that's that person uh but we still got an army uh weird al weird al's the one guest star that comes back and says hey let's do this again uh the tat cooper i love tat cooper everything about tat Tat cooper Cooper. i believe in him um and the bit where richard is like shoving the sword of the one true king like into rocks and pulling it out and shoving mm-hmm. it back in and yeah. pulling it out that was very funny <laughs> that was very cool, very right? funny yeah um, very good i think everyone who like however the story was going everyone who was doing that the acting thing were still giving it their all throughout oh, sure. like it, yeah. it you know it, it wasn't just weird outpouring and everything like everyone was going balls to the wall with it and and i really uh uh you know there was maybe not a ton for them to work with at times um but uh definitely uh really really go in the extra mile every every scene yeah the cast amazing Mm -hmm. uh i think the uh choreography and the the singing they were doing the best they could on probably like a really quick schedule mm-hmm. um and uh for the most part a lot of the jokes were were really really solid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
little little light again, little high high low lows, little light on jokes. Honestly, um, they tried to focus on these huge set pieces, these huge like uh, battles and stuff like that. And the battles were and and they they, they focused on those and also like yada yada them at the same time. Weirdly enough, yeah, I do. So if you will permit me to uh, scooch into negatives, yeah, let's let's head in over there. We can always jump back and do some like final thoughts. Yeah, I I think they missed the mark with the the battle set pieces because they were not sparse enough for the sparseness of them to be a source of the comedy, but mm. they also were not grand enough to be genuinely impressive. So they were kind of like joking about like how few people there were and how ill-equipped they were. But it was still like kind of like a field of like, you know, 60 or 70 people, which was a lot of people. But you know what I mean? It wasn't like six guys. I feel like that joke yeah. would have landed if it had been like just a couple of dudes standing around with like ladles and stuff. And having it in an open field, I think, was a mistake, because if if you have 60 guys and you're in the woods you yeah. can make it feel or, like way more. Or even in a courtyard or something, yeah. you know. Um, but but 60 dudes in a completely flat, wide open field uh, feels mm-hmm. way more empty. Yeah. It, and Very like RTS, said, very real-time strategy game levels of <laughs> click here, go attack them in Age of Empires. Yeah. But, and, but like I said, it wasn't so few people that it was like a hilariously small amount of people. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a small enough group of people that it just kind of looked sad. It just kind of looked like LARPers, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that was a big miss. I think part of the reason the the climax of season one worked is because it was all like, everything was indoors. It was only a few people at play. There was They were like escaping the dungeon and they were like uh, assassinating the king, you know? So it was it was individual players on a smaller scale and like this they were trying to it just didn't work. Um I also uh hated the girl fight songs. Mm-hmm. Really did not like the girl yeah. fight songs. Uh I again they were lampshading it like haha this is funny it's the girl fight. But like just when you're lampshading it you're still doing it. You're right. still doing the thing that nobody likes. So, I could not tell who was on what side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, obviously, this is not, like, an action show. This is not, like, a battle show. But the uh, zombies just kind of had, like, some gray face paint. And yeah. in the middle of the fights, it was impossible to tell, like, is that a zombie? Is that... A guy from Hortensia, is that part of Madeleine? Who Who's on which side? It was very, very confusing. Um, mm-hmm. A little hard to follow the action there. Um, I, I didn't think the Dudu was funny. I feel like <laughs> that was one of my two big ones. Uh one of your big what's complaints oh i have okay. two big complaints the do is one of them yeah i didn't think they just kept saying do do like 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 that like i guess it's a poop joke i don't know or a mountain dew was joke it? i, I thought know. it was more of a mountain dew joke I which is know. honestly worse i think 
<laughs> I don't, but that's what I mean. Like they just kept saying "dadu" like it was a funny yeah. sound, and I was like, "This is three-year-old humor." A three-year-old would go "dadu dadu and like think it's very funny. But I just did. They just kept saying "dadu" like it was a punchline, and I was like, Mm-mm, uh, "It's it's it's like an old school kind of like who's on first level of humor, where like it could have worked for like." If they did it for like two minutes of like the do, no, the do do, the do do, the do do do, and just like they were making nonsense sounds would have been the joke. But then they were like, ooh, you know what the best well well of comedy that we can return to is? Is this weird kind of like mumblecore uh, aesthetic. Let's go all in. They just kept beating that horse. Yeah. They kept saying do do. They just kept saying it. And it's not even a funny acronym. Like, if the acronym had... Yeah. Okay, so there's a Spongebob joke where there's an organization called Evil, and it stands for Every Villain is Lemons, because (laughs) they couldn't make it... (laughs) See? See? I love it. I'm, I'm laughing at the joke, because I remember the joke. I'm also laughing at Andy being like, oh, good, we're t- we're taking a <laughs> break from Spongebob. talking about this bad joke in Jalabet to talk about Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't like Spongebob, dear listeners. And I can tell Andy did not like the evil joke either. <laughs> well, yeah. But it's fine. Anyway, uh, first of all, Spongebob is a show for children, so that was fine. And also, I think it's just a better... It's funnier. It was delivered funnier. Mm-hmm. That like that to your point, Ronnie. That can work. Like if mm-hmm. if there's some like you can have a funny acronym and yeah. it works. But this is not one of them. And that's they they hampered on the acronym, which is why they did they did make a couple like do the do jokes. But it's just like is is this are we, is this the anachronism that we're like finishing the season on? Is like the thirst quenching power of Mountain <laughs> Dew? <laughs> like what? What are what are we doing here, Galavan? Uh if a bad joke would not sully the end of a show that I loved. A bad joke that is a major plot point and gets dragged out and mentioned five or six times an episode mm-hmm. in the back half of the season. God, I it it was brutal. I hated every second of it. Um. Yeah, they really uh, they and they commented on it a little. They again, they lampshaded it again at the end of like episode nine, I guess the the penultimate episode. They really kind of like stretched this out based on how little actually happened in the finale mm-hmm. um, based on the fact that they were just kind of like, Oh, we're just going to fight them now. Uh, remember, remember how they were like at the door and we were like scared that we we're all going to die. What if we just didn't die and we fought them and won instead? Let's try that. And then we'll do it very quickly and be done with it. It really like they stretched that out. They were talking about like, Oh, we're going to die. And everyone was like, well, it's there's one more episode, so we're not going to die now. And he's like, but we could die. It's like, yeah, but no, that's that's not how it works. Like, we're going we're, we're gonna to have another episode. Um, it was a little bit heavy-handed on, like, the, you know, it's, we got one more. And then the one more was just kind of, like, 
Uh, sword. Ha! We win. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the joke. This is a positive. The joke about the save the dates for the battle. Yes. Because oh, I wanted to save the dates for back. the wedding. I was gonna bring this so back. So good. Uh, so funny. So funny. Um. Yeah. They. They. <laughs> the kingdom of Hortensia gets to save the date, and they're like, "No, the wedding's canceled." And they're like, "No, it's a save the date for war." <laughs> and then cuts back to the wedding planner and his assistant being like, "You sent save the dates for war. We have a different list: one list for the wedding and one list for the war. You can't mix these things up." That was a good joke. That was a good so ongoing funny. joke. Very the good fact joke. that the Very people, the fact that the main villain was also a wedding planner, is a good and like passionate mm-hmm. about joke. it. Good job. And that is a well that they could return to yeah. and like still wring good humor out of it because there's a lot there and not just a bad mouth sound. Yeah. Also, they um, they they weren't homophobic about the wedding planner is evil thing. They they you know they <laughs> could have been that could have gone a bad direction, but no, it was just very funny because he loved being a wedding planner and he was so passionate about planning this wedding. Good. Can I talk about homophobia now? Sure. Oh, goodness, I, I wish you would. I'm really salty about Roberta. Yeah. And Richard. Mm-hmm. It's it's really bad writing. And I don't blame the actress for Roberta, but, like, last week we talked about how, like, she's just here, and she really doesn't bring or add anything to the dynamic. Mm-hmm. And episode seven, they bring Gallivant back to life. Episode eight, Roberta and Richard fuck. And they get together and they're super in love and they do a little Grease song. You know, they do a tell me more moment. Mm -hmm. And I love a tell me more moment. But then she's just like, oh, actually, I'm convinced that you suck and you're going to die. And I don't believe in you. So I'm out of here because I can't see you die. And it's like, well. Bitch, like, you're, like, a really capable fighter. Why don't you just protect him? Or, like, train with him more. Or, like, be there for him. You know, like, it's just weird that they, like, write her out before the big battle. When up to this point, her whole thing has been, like, she's here to fuck Richard, and she's also a capable warrior. And they're like, well, she fucked Richard, so now she's gotta go. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Richard runs to like at the end of the day at the end of the battle like runs back to her and is like i love you i need you and it's like dude she like was super cruel and said that you were gonna die Mm -hmm. horribly and she just dipped (laughs) and she didn't believe in you like why would you go back to her so like i'm sitting here thinking like how could this have been better and they made a they did make a gay joke with like Richard and the wedding planner, which it was a funny joke, but it's really only a funny joke if Richard is gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause Richard is like, let's, let's dance you and I, you know, like having a badass moment and like the wedding planner seems to be gay and Richard also seems to be gay. So then the wedding planner is like, Oh, do you actually like want to, want to dance? And it like it's a funny joke, but it really only lands if Richard's gay. Because then Richard is like, "Oh, kind of, but wait, no, no, we have to fight." It's it's like they wanted to have their heterosexual cake and and eat gay cake too. Like the big 
like epic moments in like the final battle is when um Richard is like with Gareth and with um with the Gallivant like I'm going to fight by your side. I'm going to have this like homoerotic like real intense moment where like no now we are fighting with each other and we are forging ahead and like that couldn't have happened if Roberta was there like it would have Mm -hmm. been like this romantic like oh like we're fighting for each other and we're like you know I'll protect you I'll protect you and like but they they know what made the show work in early season two was like that like companionship camaraderie between Gallivant and Richard so they were like, oh, we need to recapture that somehow for the final act. But ooh, we've introduced this this girl that has, like, for our reasons is important, but, like, doesn't work. So we need to get her out of the way somehow. And, like, they have, like, the the army that comes to save the day, like, is flying a rainbow flag. Like, they clearly want the aesthetics mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. queer culture and they know who is buttering their bread, but they don't want to do actual representation. And when I like mentioned like what could have made this better, well, what could have made this better was if Roberta was a guy, because yeah. the whole like we just fucked, but like I can't handle this. Like I need to like run away out of nowhere. That kind of makes sense for someone who like has maybe been in the closet this whole time. And then accepted they were queer, fucked Richard, and then, like, had to leave. Like, make it a Friar Tuck situation. Like, have it be, like, a priest. Mm -hmm. Have it be another prince, you know. Have it be, like, a general who's, like, used to, like, leading the troops. And now, like, he just realized he's gay and he can't handle it. And have him run away. And now Richard's got to step up and, like, lead the art. You know, like, there's any, like, fantasy archetype character could have fit there had a gay panic moment and like ditched and it still makes them sympathetic for running away at the end. We're like Roberta running away at the end. She's not sympathetic. She just seems like a dick. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. And so like you're asking the audience to stretch their level of disbelief. And it's like, no, I just, if, if we're, if we're living in this world, that's just unacceptable and shitty. Um, yet to your point, I I know that y'all talked about last time that Roberta is just like girl gallivant. Um, it would have been hilarious if the new love interest for Richard was just guy gallivant, but different guy. And it was just like a lot of just like, wow, this I'm really turned on by this. And gallivant just being like, really seems like it's very similar (laughs) to me. That's Um, really funny, Ronnie. That's really, really funny. It would have been like a much funnier, like, like it's literally just, Ooh, um, and 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 to to your point of like where they could have pulled this person from, they have had no problem going back to like flashbacks to Richard's childhood. It could easily have just been like another child, like somebody from his past of like who is who's like you know, uh, you don't have to you don't have to go that far is what I'm saying. Like like you have already like the ring is there, like the mm-hmm. ring is there in the Hobbit. You, you could just pull this thing out and and continue it if if you wanted to do that and not just like, look, we had a gay pride flag on the battlefield. Yeah. So it, I'm sure it's very of its time. Like I'm sure that like this was considered really progressive for 2014, but watching it now, it just felt really 
really shitty. And uh, it kind of soured this ending for me. Like, Roberta already was, like, kind of frustrating and I wasn't here for her. But to, like, have her and Richard fall in love in one episode, have her break up and leave that same episode, and then, like, at the very end, have Richard, like, run back to her. It was just like, why the fuck was this here? Like, she didn't do or add anything of substance uh and like forcing her in took away screen time from characters that like i really did enjoy and really liked and um it seemed like they didn't have fuck all to know what to do with like isabella who was a capable badass woman who could like fight and do political intrigue and stuff and like to have her wasted for half the season while they were focusing on Roberta was just uh, a bummer. It didn't, I don't think it hurt the show for me to the degree that it hurt it for you, but it was very much like you can see the, like the cuts that they left on the floor. And it's just like thinking about how much better a show it would have been if these were like the avenues that they took. And even, I mean, it's just the one avenue that we thought of, like, let alone Mm -hmm. the other like ways that they could have like story, uh, story fixed that or story doctored that together a little bit better. Um, It's just like very much like you could have been a contender. You could, you could have, you could have been something. Um, And, and it just kind of, it was fine instead of yeah. being like, wow, what an amazing ending to this, like really like ahead of its time show. And like, I feel bad for like shitting on this character who is a like capable, uh, supposed to be like a badass warrior in like a fantasy show. Who's a woman. Like, I do feel bad for being like, she sucks and I don't like her. Um, you're right though but yeah it's she sucks and I don't like her I love Madalena Madalena is like yeah such a boss bitch and I'm so here for her like yes like queen like, like and Isabella comes into yeah. her own at the end of the season like yeah. there is yeah. not a, there is not like a lack of like strong female characters yeah. on this show when the chef's girlfriend was like I'm gonna poison all the rich people I was like yes girl <laughs> yes do it kill all of them um, the the women were done wrong by the writing in yeah. this show. Like yeah. they they had they had all the pieces in place. They had all the bits to to make it good to make to make the the female characters like everything that everyone wanted. But then they just didn't know what to do with them after that. Like they they just fumbled it. So yeah, it's not the actress's fault. Like the concepts for the characters are good. The the actresses are giving it. They're all, um, but yeah, there were just bad writing choices made. Speaking of Chef, though, um, they didn't know what to do with that fucking guy. Uh, like, yeah. he had, <laughs> he had uh, a very funny part at the very beginning and, like, did a great job, and I love that. I love the little Chef joke. Um, but they just dragged him way further, way deeper into this show than he needed to be. Yeah. If he had, like been in two episodes this season with like little cameo bits or like little helpful bits and like that was it like would have been so much better but they like kept trying to like shoehorn in stuff for him to do and it never really worked or was funny or added anything wormwood should have hired him he should have been doing the catering sure that'd been fun and yeah like you know same kind of same kind of 
beats, uh, but mm-hmm. fresh jokes. And, and, and his... Wormwood would be a fun character for him to play off of, much like Richard and and uh, Gareth were in season one. Yeah, like his whole, the thing that makes him funny is that he's this sad, pathetic little man who has no choice but to, uh, like, lick the boots of the mm-hmm. absolute jackasses who control his life, so, and he's chipper yep. about it. So yeah. just carry on that dynamic, but with an evil guy now, you know. Yeah. Evil wizard is what I mean. The pro the problem is that they just there was not enough people in Hortensia where uh Isabella was and and the chef and the chef's girlfriend and the jester. Like the, there were a lot of there were a lot of bodies there, but because you had Isabella locked in a human sized jewelry box, there was not enough reason to continue to go back to Hortensia and it was kind of important for them to be there to drive the plot and it's like well again you made this problem for yourself like I am like as I'm sitting here I'm thinking about the um the actually like nice and kind of like fun song that is um Richard kind of like having his like dream ballet and going back to uh, try to uh, let his younger, his his inner child know that like everything's going to be okay and like nothing's going to turn out the way that you thought it would, but I think it's going to be okay anyway. And I'm trying to imagine that where the little kid has the line of like, will I have a girlfriend? Will I get to touch her boobs? And future Richard is and this is playing in the world where Roberta is a guy, uh, is like, well, you'll fall in love. And the little boy's like, is she beautiful? And it's like, very attractive. And it's just like all of this like going in circles and going on and on. And then finally just like, you know, it's not going to work out the way you expect it to, but like it's going to work out. And like leaving the kid with that, like that would have been very funny and also like, an am- amazingly beautiful moment that like yeah. Richard could actually have. Um, the, again, the, this is, this is not the only Avenue they could have gone, but this is such a good Avenue. They could have gone. Ronnie, the, Ronnie doing the work right in this show for these people. The queer desire to like go back and tell your little yeah. self that it's going to be okay. Uh, right. You know, good neighbors. Mm. It happens on good neighbors. Like, yeah. And the, it's not that this is just, like, one of the, like, options that would have been better. This is clearly something that they, like, hinted at and joked yeah, about exactly. frequently. Yeah. They right. frequently brought this up that Richard's kind right. of faggy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like... Again, they want they want that. They want yeah. that kind of dynamic in there, but they don't want to commit to it, which is, like here's all these ways that you could have really, really solidly committed to it. And, of course, now we are, like, ABC owned by Disney, we are in the year 2022 where Disney is like coming out as like, hey, we've been uh, terrible about queer writing forever. Like, sure have. Up to today. Um, <laughs> and we're going to so, keep like, being terrible at it. And we're going to keep being terrible. Who knows like what of this was like pulled off the table um, at certain points and like not, not able to be in the final script, but still extremely disappointing. Yeah, like I feel like this it it feels like gaslighting almost because the show was just like 
hinting at it so right. much. It's just like, it's right. just it's just like bog standard like what? queer baiting. Like it feels like, like more than that though. It feels like the feel kind of like, thing where like, like a, a quote unquote gay affectation has been a, a component of comedy since forever from people who had no intention of ever making the gay characters actually gay. Yes, I I, I fully understand the history of like queer coding and queer baiting. But this felt like like them going to the gay club at the beginning of this season, like and having Kylie Minogue like singing a song and like them waving a rainbow flag at the final battle. Like it there were lots of moments where it was like it felt like Gallivant was trying to do or say more about it, but then also like the one character that they frequently joked about being gay they shoehorned in a uh, Zori Bliss no homo for Poe Dameron moment, like, in here, like, out of nowhere. And if, like, the fact that it was done so bad and just kind of, like, took away from the story just adds insult right. to injury. If if he didn't have, like, a... that I think that's where it feels for me. It's like, if it was just he was gay and they never actually said anything about it, he never really had a strong relationship with Madalena... And like he was just himself, like hit him and Garrett, and like he was, they were just like roommates. That I would say, like que- queer coding, queer baiting, definitely like uncomfortable, but it is what it is. The fact that like they brought in Gallivant, but Lady, and like all of those factors just carried over. It feels like the show was like, hey, he could be gay. And then by the end of the episode, it was like, why does everything have to be gay? Like what? what like that, it, that was like the vibe I was getting from the like, like it doesn't have to be gay. Like everything has to be gay now. This is just Richard's just in love with a woman. Like, is that, can't that be OK with you? And I was just like. Maybe oh, I'm I, and, and all the I, all the virgin jokes like constantly like the fact that like it was frequently like joked about that. He's never had sex with a woman. And it's just like, well, yeah. Cause he's, cause he's, he's, he's gay and he hasn't accepted <laughs> that about himself yet. They do. They, I mean, of course, because like, it's, it's heteronormative, heteronormativity, but they do every time they talk about him being a virgin, they talk about how he's never felt the touch of a woman. And it's just like, mm. <laughs> like, I, I, under, I understand that that is like yeah. common, common parlance for just like you're a virgin you've never felt the touch of a woman but like to emphasize that so much when you're also doing all this like queer baiting stuff is like what what who who pulled this this lincoln log out and this whole kind of this this all fell apart like what who was in charge of like making this not be i truly don't think that the writers were like self-aware enough to have ever considered that to be an option uh, I, I don't like, know. Yeah. This is musical theater, Evan. This is Alan Menken out there. They, this is these are these are, these are people who know like his, the, the 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 ground they're playing in. His gay godfather was like, "Oh, maybe you are gay." Yeah. I don't. I don't mean that they didn't consider the existence of gay people. I don't think they considered like like a lead character being gay to be an option for this show. But they joked about him being gay constantly. Yeah, because like this, because people joke about gay people all the time. Like, well, I'm not sure. Saying yeah, I'm not saying it's right. What I'm saying is like, I don't think that was like planned and then shot down. Yeah. I just genuinely think that they were like, oh, we got to do. It. It's like compulsive heterosexuality. You know, like that's that's this is what 
this is the milieu that they were working in. So Well, that's shitty, and I'm allowed to be mad about it. <laughs> well, no, you are. I'm just saying, like, uh, I don't think, like, I don't think that there's, uh, like, any kind of, uh, like, conspiracy. I don't think anybody, like, came out of the woodwork and stopped Gallivant from being too gay. I just think that this was, you know, we live in a world of compulsive heterosexuality where people do heterosexuality as the default, so... I have been looking for my avenue into fan fiction, and I think gay Gallivant is is my like is my entry point. I think (laughs) I think I think I'll head on to AO3, actually write some like good songs about about gay Richard, uh, gay King Richard, um, and and we'll we'll work. His his dad was gay. It's just it's just it's just all there. It's all completely right there. His brother was like hyper masculine, uh, like. His his mother breastfed him until he was like whatever years old, like which could like def you know I don't actually know how that plays in, but it, it's there's, it paints a picture, you know what I mean? Uh, this is the uh, uh, stereotype about uh, gay men being right. close to their mothers. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, support support stories and projects by queer creators. God damn it. Like we'll we'll it. never get good representation from the heteros. Our flag means death was good. Our flag means death was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh it is the the second uh gay pirate show close to my heart. Box sales is also good. Do you have anything else to say about uh Gallivant? Got any more feelings? I still like I liked it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also like I agree. I, I liked it. I think it could have done some things better, um, but yeah, I'm yeah. not mad that we watched it. Yeah, the the ending didn't land for me, but uh, I still very much enjoyed the show as a whole, and I'm glad we did it. Got Weird Al. Got a, got a, a cutesy wedding. Got like uh, super duper evil. I feel like Girl Boss Gatekeep is uh, Gaslight is not even like begin to describe where Madalena went at the end of this, but like definitely uh, good there. Um, you know, again, for me, it was fine. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, I, I'm with you, Andy, on a lot of the things where I, I felt like it was a bait and switch to like an nth degree, but, um, it was fine. It was fine at the end and it was good all the way through. And I, 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 uh, I liked it. Yeah. Musical theater. Do more, do more musical theater based like, like shows. Do more musical theater-based TV shows. Do musical theater-based podcasts. Do musical theater-based, like, Zoom calls or whatever the next <laughs> thing is. Like, I want to see more of this kind. Like, like there's a, it, it, it's one thing to be like, oh, this is kind of like a Broadway musical. It's like, no, this is, this is what I was talking about. This is, like, using song, dance, lyricism to, like, explain feelings and emotions that are complex um, I don't know that this could work in like a dramatic format to do this on like a tel- like a like a serialized uh, scripted show, but comedy comedy's ripe for for this kind of thing. It's 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 very very uh something that you could you could latch onto and actually like do it some justice. I think in in the the modern era of the uh, Hamiltons and the uh, Dear Evan Hansons, I fear for who would be in charge of something like this. But I, I think there's a lot of, uh, of good you can do to kind of restore faith in the musical theater community. 
to be like, hey, it's 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 okay out here. Look at this cool TV show that's maybe on FX. Maybe it's not on uh, ABC this time. Maybe it's you know, I mean, FX is just Disney with uh, a, a you know a cool tattoo, but still, um, yeah, I, I I I want I want this kind of thing. I want. Mm-hmm. I don't think Gallivant doing it has to be the only time it was done. I think that there's there's still still lots of uh, real estate for them to 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 plumb here. I agree. Well said, Ronnie. Um, Evan, you know, you know what? I was looking through my my uh, DMs on on the ending pending account, and uh, someone recommended. And I know it was a show that you you had interest in doing. Is uh, that Tron Legacy? Maybe maybe should we should we hop over oh, to Tron Legacy? Yeah, I had I had recommended that at one point, and then I forgot that it existed. Yeah, I'm uh, just I, I'm just throwing it out there. Really, what I want to do is make Evan forget that. Uh, he said we should go back to Young Hercules right away. Uh, I don't. I don't want to do that right now. Uh, so, so if there's anything else we could we could do before we do Young Hercules again, then that would be that'd be fun and cool. I would be down to do a Tron. I like Tron. A uh, thank you to uh, Velka on on Twitter um, after Evan had brought up the idea of it. Um, Tron. Tron Uprising. What did I call it? Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy um, is the mo- the movie sequel. Gotcha. The movie sequel slash soft reboot. Gotcha. Yes, I meant Tron Uprising. Um, good shout out to Velka for some for some uh, recommendation there and some tips on how to best watch the show because of course in this media hellscape uh, you can't just watch it normal. You gotta find the best way to get about it because they chop and screw it all stupid. Um, maybe we'll do that. Maybe, maybe we'll we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll figure something else out. But for now, I think we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Pending Pod. You can uh, head over to wherethemay.com where you can get access to our merch, access to our Patreon, access to the other shows on our network, like Good Neighbors, like Fan Fiction is Good Actually, like Force Friends Rewatch, uh, like the upcoming Music and Lyrics by, which is definitely happening. Um, uh, the, the aforementioned baby um, is, 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 you know, is doing baby stuff. And so I got I to gotta check that out and be like, wow, baby, good, good baby stuff. You're, you're really, really nailing that baby stuff. Um, so, so once, once, once the baby stuff is done happening, that'll, that'll hit the airways. But until then head over to patreon.com slash WTM radio. We are doing uh, WTM or where we are doing where they may, may this year. Um, we are going to be uh, hitting, hitting it hard with, um, Maybe that'll just be my deadline for all of the things that I owe Patreon. Uh, head over there. I, I think what we did last year was everything was available to all Patreons, patrons, uh, regardless of your level. Um, so we will we will do that again. And uh, and yeah, there's uh, lots lots of cool stuff uh, available on the Patreon. Uh, I've got a I've got a Bo Burnham cover that's going up there very soon, thanks to a Twitter poll. Ooh. Yeah. A uh, little short one, a little short one, but it might have some, it might have some special effects. Vroom, vroom. Um, so, so, so look for that. Uh, any, anything else? Anything else y'all wanna y'all wanna mention? Uh, finale of Good Neighbors is coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, of campaign one, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. It's pretty, pretty emotional. 
And uh, Force Friends has their 50th episode coming up soon, too, which was uh, just silly and fun. Hell yeah. Love that. Love that. Uh, the, the most recent um, fan fiction is good, actually, with our very good friend Val Patron. Um, as Val soon Patron, as that hit. The iconic, incomparable I w- Val Patron. I, 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 I had like I was like halfway through a podcast when that dropped into my feed and I, I, I threw that other podcast in the trash. I unsubscribed from that other podcast and I jumped right on <laughs> to make sure I heard everything that Val Patron had to say about fan fiction and role play and everything like that. And it is it is not to be missed. A very, very fun, very intimate and personal deep dive into like what what fan fiction means as a creator uh, in the modern day. And what the fuck was going on on Tumblr in the year of our Lord? What, 2012 or something seriously, like that? Woo! Seriously. My guys. Woo. Uh, okay. The, the like, ability for roleplay to help you find yourself is yeah, so fascinating. Yeah. So fascinating. Uh, and everything Val said that episode about, like, who they were role-playing, the sort of person they were role-playing, and mm-hmm. how that helped Val like come to terms with shit. Very interesting stuff. Worth yep. the listen. Yep, yep, yep. Check that out over at Fan Fiction. is good, actually. Just all good things right now coming out of the network. Very proud. Very happy with, with the, the community that we have uh, of fans and the community that we have of creators. It's, it's just excellent. And thank you so much for supporting that in, in whatever way you do, even if it's just listening this long into the episode. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, look at all my analytics. Every single one of those little numbers makes me very happy. Yeah. Yeah. It gives me a little serotonin boost. Look at that little number go up. It's go up. I am, I am, I'm like starving in this era where not only can I not go outside because of global pandemic, but I'm also like kind of stuck inside doing, doing this baby stuff, which I love. Um, I'm like fiending for like performing again and being on the stage and doing something akin to that. And like this is this is that outlet, and I cannot thank you enough. If you're listening, if you've li- if, even if you stopped listening, just know that uh, it, I hope that this reaches you just through the vibes of the world. That like, thank you, thank you for for being an audience for my for my extrovert that uh, has not been able to be an extrovert for a very long time. Yeah, we love everyone. For thanks for thanks for listening and shit. Yeah, yeah. Andy, how do we? How do we wrap these episodes up? How do we finish these episodes? So what do we say at the end? Uh, Amazon workers, unionize. Yeah, and Starbucks. Starbucks seekers, workers, everyone. unionize. Trader Joe's, every, everyone get that union. Everyone, everyone get, get a that union. union. Get a union. Get, vote yes. Mm-hmm. Acquire yourself a union. Corporate entities do not care about you. You have to join together and advocate for yourselves. They will continue to fuck you, figuratively. Unionize. And in, right, so, and in some corporate yeah. structures, they will continue to try to fuck you, uh, yeah, figure, well, okay. like, very literally. And that's yeah, that's also that's bad. Good. And also a union can put a stop to that as well. So, right. like, get out there. Get out there and, and, I was, and get so, some support. I, I meant in the broader sense, yes. but that is also, yes, that is a thing that can happen. Yes, yes. Yeah. Get some support. Get some get some uh, real real uh, bargaining power and make make your bosses afraid of you because they should be. Yeah. You should hold the power. Seize the means. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.
where they may radio.